Well, welcome to Eavesdrop, where every day is a great conversation. We are joined today with Jenny. Hi. Hello. Sip a diet do. She's a diet do girl. I'm a diet cook girl. Uh, and our great friends James and Katrina Sanderson. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Good opportunity. Okay, have a round of applause. We are knee deep in parenting tweens and teens and preparing the next generation of leaders. And so, if you heard our conversation from last week. Um, you know exactly where we're at. We have been talking about you know, it's so hard to do it on your own. Yeah. You really have got to find those people that you can widen the circle, that you handpick spiritual, um, godly, trying <laughs> people <laughs> who you trust and that will yeah. have dialogue with you about what's going on in your children's hearts. So we talked about widening the circle mm-hmm. and being proactive. <laughs> you, yeah. We also talked about beginning with the end in mind. And what is it that you want for your, your kids when they become adults? And so, you know, James had that great idea of actually writing it down. Write down the dreams that you have for your kids. Yeah. Um, what is it that you want to accomplish as a parent? Mm-hmm. What do you want to see them become? You know, the character of these children when they are adults. And then, um, you know, the, the last part, when you're in that crisis, James was talking about really pulling yourself back. You know, when you get into the heat of the battle with them, pull yourself back and get up on the hill, as my dad used to say, change your perspective and look down at it and see that it is a battle, mm-hmm. which kind of leads us right back it, into yeah, it does. Uh, the next topic, which is... It, which is fighting for their heart. Through this one and fighting, you know, fighting for where they are, because y'all mentioned earlier, this world that we live in, if, you know, it can take such the pressures that they have, it can just it can control their lives with all this stuff that they've got to do the social media and the kids and the pressures at school. Fighting for their heart is something that's just, it seems easier, I think, in some ways to think about than actually what it entails of doing. It takes time. Yeah. You know, we, you can try all you want, but it takes minutes. Mm-hmm. It takes hours of time. And and we don't generally spend, you know, you know, I walk in, hey, come in and sit down. Let's, let's talk about what do you want to talk to me about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not about being their best friend. It's Mm-mm. about having a relationship. Um but it also has to be with one without judgment, mm-hmm. one without lecturing, one that emotional outburst. Emotional when outburst. Or your husband has to step Get in and go. <laughs> your husband has to say, "I think you might want to go upstairs." Yeah. Yes. I, I think you're having a back- moment. <laughs> our, our code word in my family is, "I think you've backed over the mailbox." <laughs> It's amazing how many times I can be in the kitchen and back over the mailbox. Right. Heather will call me and be like, okay, so I had this conversation. I just had to look at all of them and go, okay, I'm done. My I'm mercies going will be new in the morning. That's yes. right. You mean it. Every morning. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, we, we do know how to fight for our children's heart with salvation. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. that's... I, you know, I didn't have a problem with that. I knew yeah. how to pray for my children to have salvation. Right. I think the problem for me is now, as they're becoming tweens and teens, you know, I call it fruit. I see their behavior. Mm-hmm. And so many times I think I'm parenting to a behavior. Mm-hmm. I want right. them to stop this. You know, yeah. whatever it is, lying, da-da-da. And I just feel like that's what? probably not fighting for their heart. That's probably fighting... Well, we have to, to look at it as they're control. not. They're right. not we want I, them to control. Them. I want them to behave, mm-hmm. which is t- 
totally going to bring them up to be legalists and have trouble later because they're going to not have the heart right. And I was always so looking at that. Well, not always. Teach me that. Show me that. Give me some. Yeah. Well, give me some help there. I might have learned it a little late, but you have to look at it as their behavior is not a reflection of your mothering. Or your fathering. I would like uh, most for you of to the say time. that again. Yeah, repeat that one more time so everybody hears this. Most of the time, their behavior, you cannot own their behavior as a symbol of your parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've discussed in class mm-hmm. that their temporal lobe in a teen <laughs> is not fully formed before their 20s. So they have, they don't, they really have, don't have the ability to make the wisest decisions all the time. Um, I think we use those as um, teaching tools mm-hmm. for their behavior, but we can't take it personally. Well, one of the things that Chap said in our one of our videos was that around the age of fifteen, our teens develop this. Our teens develop this ability to just shut us out. Mm-hmm. This yeah. still blind sort of that blind look that you get when you're talking to them and they just like shut down much like what you see on shark week it's like that great (laughs) it is like that eat (laughs) yeah i've seen that look yeah Yeah. we've seen it yeah and you know but knowing that that stage is coming Mm -hmm. yeah and when it happens yeah you know you know it's a legitimate stage for teenagers uh you know it helps your your indignation yeah Mm -hmm. you know i want to be indignant about you know i want to Kaboom you for your yeah. activity. Kaboom you. <laughs> you know? and, and 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 because I'm mad about that. Yeah. And you have a you've you've offended me. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so important about having other adults that they can mm-hmm. trust because we all know as parents there comes a time when your teenager doesn't want to discuss something with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're not close. It doesn't mean that you don't have a relationship with them, but Having somebody else that's safe for them to go to yeah. is, is so important. Because it's hard to be a teenager today. It's, it's very it's, hard. It's much harder to be a teenager today than it was when we were teenagers. Right. I mean, it just sort of went went along mm-hmm. with us. Well, and, you know, fighting with their heart, fighting with their heart, fighting for their heart, part of it is in, in learning how to communicate mm-hmm. that. You know, communication with a teenager is, uh, um, I don't even know the right analogy for it, is just, hair pulling sometimes mm-hmm. as you said that blank look mm-hmm. to be able to communicate there was a quote in some of the stuff that um that reading with all of this about and you said it just about as what i was going to say was on this one is sometimes it is easy to forget that you can win the argument and force the right behavior but lose the heart in the process well and that's that is my exactly. biggest fear because i yeah. see this not not in our children but i see it in the adult church world mm-hmm. i see a moralistic behavior performance pattern right and i I don't want that for my children like that's one of those things that at the heart of me the amount of struggle that i've had as an adult with performance and approval i don't want that for my children and Mm -hmm. why would i want to parent to get that but i catch myself like we were talking about when you get into that argument and you're like how did i get here Mm -hmm. and you want to pull yourself out that's what i most typically find in my parenting Mm -hmm. is that I really am trying to control a behavior, and I have forgotten that that behavior is a fruit that came out of a wrong thought mm-hmm. and a belief that has really grown up some nastiness. So and that's the thing. How do you get to that? How do you get to that heart? Mm-hmm. You know, in Proverbs twenty-two six is the, the the verse about training a child in the way he should grow, and when he is older, we will not turn from it. You know, 
we think about that as, you know, as parents, but really we need to be thinking about that as mm-hmm. from the kid's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it goes through I, with... I don't think I've ever thought about it. Mm-hmm. I have I never thought about it like that. It's always the verse you hear at baby dedications. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. it you is. You get that and you get Hannah and Samuel, you mm-hmm. know? And and I never really realized that it is. Mm-hmm. It is our job to show them. It is our well, job to walk with them. And it's God's responsibility to mm-hmm. bring yes. that into their lives and into their minds and their souls. And just like a good old Southern mm-hmm. Baptist, am I not just cutting the Holy Spirit out? I mean, I just <laughs> cut it out. It well, is all on my shoulders. And why is that? The The Bible is so specific that the power of the Holy Spirit moving, right. I mean, even all the way in Revelation, they overcoming by the blood of the Lamb mm-hmm. and the word of their testament. It's Him. There's it's no way we him. can do His work. It's not me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not. Their actions are not really a reflection of my ability to parent. Mm-hmm. That I am you still know, or, struggling or to believe. My, so continue to say that to you me. You know my, you know how good I am. All of, you know their, their actions. You know I'm a bad parent because yeah. whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's not the deal. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there is some relief in knowing that God is still fighting for the hearts Absolutely. of all of us. Yes. In that. Right. He's not finished with me yet. Oh, Mm-mm. Lordy, no. Never. Never. <laughs> but before you get too down, remember where I was. <laughs> <laughs> There's some growth. <laughs> There's some growth. There come those mercies in you every morning. Amen. Yes. Amen. One of the things I was reading through some of this stuff is that in fighting for the heart is the ability to communicate with our kids, but establishing a trust that our children have in us and a consistent message. And that is so important. Oh, my gosh. Because if you lose that trust, it is very hard to get it back. Mm-hmm. And in these years of the mm-hmm. teenagers, uh, that is such a fragile. Yes. When we're trying to mm-hmm. help them understand that, but when we ourselves as parents are not giving a consistent message, mm-hmm. they lose that trust. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and rightly so. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes when we, I know this has happened with me, that I think, well, I'm not betraying a trust. Um, does some children, anything you share that they've shared with them is betraying a trust? So you have to get to know that child in order not to share too much. One of the things I read in here that says is that um, in understanding about just demonstrating a consistent message through all of this is that, you know, so often we want them to follow the rules to follow this. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing is the greatest gifts that parents can give to their children is simply to prove that parents can be trusted over the long haul. Mm-hmm. Through all of that and the consistent message, the way God did with the Israelites he was still consistent in his message. Mm-hmm. But in, in going through that and delivering that same consistent marriage, I do not give the same well, and consistent that's message I'm, I'm in this one. I'm sitting here thinking, what is my consistent message? Yes, and, I know. You know, what is it that... <laughs> get in the car! James, do <laughs> not go out of the house dressed that way. <laughs> if it's... Honestly, I bet my children will learn, love you, mean it. And for the love of all that's good and kind. Well, but, <laughs> that's, but that's literally, how is the trust... Mm-hmm. Their trust in me is affected by how I discipline, by words I say, anger that I may have at times. I mean, how is it relayed to them? And how do they know that when you say, I love you, yeah, you mean that too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and, it's got to be demonstrated. And, 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 you, and you have to be consistent throughout. With, you know, when you say, mm-hmm. you know, by the way, I know it's July, but it's Christmas Day. Yeah, you know they may they need to be finding their stockings, mm-hmm. you know. But we don't we 
we got so many things of our own things that we're worried about, whether it's paying bills or doing this or doing, yeah. you know, is, is this person mad at me about so and so or whatever? <laughs> Somebody's always mad at somebody. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> how do I, you know, we get so distracted, mm-hmm. you know, from what we're trying to do, and and how do we? And that's the way the enemy likes it too. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm so busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. The, the, you know. I, I'm I'm too busy to be taking the time to do the study that I need to do. Well, and you're jumping right into going from the fighting for the heart of our children and the and the consistent message part into really the next value that kind of interlocks with that is the quality time and the time it takes to spend with them in order to do it as a family value that is something that in today's world our kids and us are so busy with all that's going on. And the importance of increasing the quantity of quality time that you spend. Yeah, and you know, for me, you know, a struggle is, you know, if we'd had boys, it'd been great for me to say, okay, come on, you know, I'm going to teach you how to hunt, mm-hmm. or I'm going to teach you, I'm going to take you to fishing, or I'm going to take you to oh, doing this. Oh, honey, or that. you don't like spa days. Then <laughs> 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 they're not interested in. Spending the day with me at the spa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'd be interested in spending the day with their mom at the spa, but not me, you know. And and how do I interact with my girls? You know, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's yeah. hard to that's hard to, to try to do. Mm-hmm. And then when they're ready, and I'm I come in the house and and I've I've spent all my energy. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said all my words for the day <laughs> before I get yeah. home. Yeah. And they ain't half started, and they want to sit down and talk. That's a girl you know? thing. You know, <laughs> when I, it, we were preparing for a wedding, and I'll never forget, I'm sitting there, and we're looking at dress and looking at this and that and other, and I, you know, all of a sudden I've got somebody sitting on my lap and looking at me and saying, Daddy, you really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Uh-oh. Oh, well. <laughs> So this is this brings up a, a concept because this is there was something a, a, a rhythm pretty much is what a lot of this basis is the rhythm defines the patterns repeated patterns that you do in your family defines a lot of family values that do you did y'all growing up with your kids have family dinner every night or have some kind of meal together Katrina I, I'm the kind of guy that you know I like to be involved in meetings I could be on every board I could be on every this and that and other and Katrina one night said. You know, how often are you planning on being at home at night? Mm. How many Saturdays are you going to be at home on Saturday? Mm-hmm. You know, don't you think you ought to probably be here more than at least three Saturdays out of four? Mm-hmm. I'm like, um. Well, I think to me it was always important that they be involved in after school activities, just simply because I think, you know, sports, whatever they may be, um, have a lot of great life lessons, but uh, in this in the world today, it requires a lot of time. And some of them would have different schedules, but we did. I can't say that we ate dinner every single night together, but we did do intentional things such as um, Sunday lunch, Sunday dinner. Saturday dinner. So I don't think you have to be, as you were saying, Heather, legalistic about it. But we we were intentional, and, and uh, it was important to us. And we still try to be intentional about mm-hmm. that, about Sunday lunch. Let's get everybody mm-hmm. together. You know, mm-hmm. And let's, you know, everybody wants to, come on. 
Right. And 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 we we try to do that because we're trying mm-hmm. to set those opportunities just to be around and to be together, so that when somebody says, "Hey, look, I, you know, what do you think about this?" Mm-hmm. That's a shocking thing, you know. Do I drop my? And we we tried to be supportive also. At, you know, yes. when they had football games, our first two were cheerleaders, and, and the last one's a dancer. We tried to be supportive and be there. And be there at everyone. We could talk about that. that at the end of the games or things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of how we um, formed it to fit our family. But the girls mm-hmm. had learned that y'all that was that y'all were going to make that important. Y'all were there, right? They mm-hmm. knew it's the quality. I mean, they and, knew. And, and church is not an option. Yeah. 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 It now, never church, was. Getting, getting up and going to church is not a decision that you make on Sunday morning. And it's not a legalistic. We try not to present it in a legalistic right, way. Right, but it's just a decision that we've made mm-hmm. that that's, that's where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, God doesn't really need me at church on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That ain't the deal. You know, I need, mm-hmm. I need to be involved. I need to be, I need him. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't need me. And. And, but I need to, and that's a life kind of decision, you know, where am I going to be on mm-hmm. Sunday morning? And that's not a once-a-week decision. And us. I think that's part of that building a rhythm, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for for my family especially, go, getting to church on Sunday morning is is probably one of the mo- more stressful <laughs> times <laughs> of the If I were honest. If, if you, you want know, to pray for people, that's probably the time to pray I'm for I'm telling you. And, Sunday, and I can remember, going, you know, to church, going to church car trip. When I married my husband, he was 37 years old, had never dated a girl longer than four months. He'd never found a woman he could handle for four months longer. <laughs> and he chose you? That's what I'm screaming. Apparently God is sovereign because... <laughs> love you mean... <laughs> yes. Yes. For because, the love. I mean, he's like, how did you not... You know, he'll say, you gave me... You sold me this girl and you delivered this girl. And I'm like, no, I, I showed you this girl. <laughs> I, I mean, She's been there all along. You just didn't see it. But I remember one of our first Sundays as a married couple, you know, and at that time we just had my two girls, Riley and Kennedy, the first couple of Sundays getting ready to get in the truck to go to church. And and it was just pulling teeth, you know, the mm-hmm. girls. And so we all get in the car and he looks at me and he says, well, if this is the way you guys are going to act, we're not going to go to church. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, are you crazy? This is why I have to get there. That's right. I have to get there to get that alignment yeah. because the world can get your hooks. And right. and, it, and I hope that that's one of the rhythms that we've created as yeah. a family is that they know that no matter how wrong the world can get you going, you can come back home to the mm-hmm. church and and i really do i feel like the church is home to me i love it it's a safe place it just uh, that what we found with our kids um not always and i know there are kids who just struggle with finding their niche even in church mm-hmm. but um for the most part i think it was a safe place yeah. and it's a safe place mm-hmm. for them to just be themselves and it's not um they don't have those outside they do. They still have outside struggles. I can't. I mean, that would just be Pollyanna to say that the church was perfect because we know it isn't. But um, it is for our girls. It's been a safe place to fall. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's been something just to just being a single rhythm. parent. Well, it is, and just knowing that because even yesterday in the sermon yesterday that if if I'm not involved with church, if I let the world 
become a part of it, the world's going to begin to take over mm-hmm. those things in life. And, and that's where the kids and I had the conversation that church is that place that keeps us centered for us. And it's, you're right, the church doesn't need me, doesn't need any right. of us there Mm-mm. at all. But I need to be there. I need that right. community. I need that connection. My kids do. And, you know, and like, I was, like I've shared with them, you know, the church is not perfect. It's full of a bunch of sinners right. just like you and me. It's full of broken people just like you and me. Who will hurt you. <laughs> who will hurt you that you will hurt. Mm-hmm. And we're all in it together. Unintentionally. Unintentionally most of the time. <laughs> but, you know, we're all in it together. But that's what God uses. Mm-hmm. Through all of that, and 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 one of the one of the very positive things for us is our older two were growing up, and they were involved in a youth program with a guy named Ronnie Brock. Mm. And he we really, talked about Ronnie we a couple weeks ago. All the time. <laughs> yes, Ronnie, we did. I mean, he just he poured himself mm-hmm. into them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe it's it's impo- important to, for me to share my faith with my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my responsibility, but I need a hand. Mm-hmm. In the process, mm-hmm. once we're once we're there, and and having somebody that you can trust to do yeah. that with you, mm-hmm. um, walking along beside with you, and and that you don't mind, you know, sort of hanging out around and going, okay, what are you talking about, by the way? Yeah, you know, yeah. Let me just sort of sit back here and listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's just finding those times and church is a part church through all four of us. Mm-hmm. Church is a major important quality time mm-hmm. that we've invested in our children and that we've invested with the church with us to walk beside us, mm-hmm. which leads us to our last little probably value that I would never have thought about this as part of parenting to, to um, really make it a part of a very important part of when it comes to parenting our teenagers. And that is putting time for yourself, mm-hmm. taking that time of personal growth that right. we as parents in the middle of the battle, we can get so lost in the battle that we get worn out and lose ourselves mm-hmm. in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yes. And I mean, and I think part of it is, you know, you know, whatever I want my children to become, those dreams that I strive for them to be, I need to be striving them for myself as well. Because they are the masters at detecting hypocrisy. They sense it. Absolutely. They sense it. Mm-hmm. They know it. Yeah. <laughs> I always say they're like yes. dogs. They sense fear and hypocrisy. <laughs> they do. It's like that. Yeah. They just, they know it immediately. Right. I think that's, if, if there's a gift that I really want to give my children, mm-hmm. it's humility. Mm-hmm. I want them to know how to fall. Mm-hmm. It, it was the most mm-hmm. important thing I think I learned in gymnastics was how to fall. Mm-hmm. Because you can really hurt yourself mm-hmm. in a fall. Mm-hmm. Not just your actions that got you there. But how you handle it once you're there. And humility is such a gift. It it is such a gift to be able to say, yes, Mm -hmm. I did this. And to just pause and let that be and not let it affect who you are. But this is the action. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really praying that that's one of the things that um, I'm teaching them too. And that in, in, in all of this. I think it's especially hard for working moms, too, because um, I haven't been one uh, now for several years, but I did for a while. And I just remember the struggle with um, trying to have time with my children 
and do my job right and be a wife and be mm-hmm. and you may not be married but you may want to have you know mm-hmm. even if you're divorced you want to have a social life of your own and it's just hard to do that but it's so important because then i think you are a better parent mm-hmm. um if you take time to nourish yourself spiritually emotionally well and i think even as 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 like you said divorced Mm -hmm. married Mm -hmm. that guilty feeling that if i take time for myself i'm not giving to the parenting of my children Mm -hmm. i had i had to work through some of that well and just remember you know we talked about both jenny and i came from families that didn't really ever argue in front of us so we didn't truly get a model of how to fight fair Mm -hmm. um we didn't really Mm -hmm. not that they gave us a bad example we just we just didn't didn't have an example we didn't know because our parents were such a united front against us which (laughs) is in no way saying that we were bad kids it's just that our parents no we weren't bad kids at all (laughs) that was that generation yeah Yeah. it it Mm -hmm. was you just didn't and Mm -hmm. so it's that same thing if i don't model to my kids Mm -hmm. that they need to retreat. I mean, look at what Jesus did. He would retreat mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. He would retreat and pray. Mm-hmm. He would refresh, renew, mm-hmm. regenerate. And and that's what I think. Mm-hmm. If I don't do that, mm-hmm. where are they going to learn it? You know, because yeah. I can teach them all the Bible verses in the world, but if I don't teach them how to go away and to I'm renew not doing it myself. and to meditate, mm-hmm. where will they how will they learn the priority of yeah. what I believe about my, my disciplines with the Lord, you know? Well, and I think there's a part, too, that there's some, and, I, you know, it's a struggle I've had, and even some that, that other folks that talking with parenting is that everything has to be right inside of me in order to have a positive influence on my child. Oh, give mm-hmm. that up. Yeah. Seriously, though. <laughs> yeah. No, but that I mean, that's what, that's pit. where I, I was think guilty too. Yeah. the stress, mm-hmm. everything has to be right inside mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. in order to have that positive influence on my child or mm-hmm. my children. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's I where, don't believe that. Oh, I no, felt it. I, I did. I struggled mm-hmm. because I don't want to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. I don't want them. I know. But I mean, you I, are going to make mistakes. Oh, I know. I know. I know. No, 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 no. But I think part of that is just fear. It's the fear of mm-hmm. it that I've had to overcome mm-hmm. of realizing, hey, I. But all of my fears can be a positive influence on my children because I'm admitting them to them going, I am not perfect, mom. Mm-hmm. I am going to make a mistake. And I have made a mistake. And here's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a positive influence. It can be. Mm, yeah. If, Just, if we're honest. If we're honest kids, about it. About our walks. I think that's that's the honest part. And yeah. Fears are. Just being able to say, I'm sorry, I messed up. Oh, I, mean, I think that's yeah. so important. Mm-hmm. It gets there. Stuff like that. You've got something you want to read. Yeah. Uh, oh, you. I was at Dr. John Jane's office one time. He's an orthodontist. He used to practice here. And uh, on his wall, he had this written down. And I said, man, I really like this. And he ended up putting it in a frame and giving it to me again. And it's on my office wall now. Um, It's a child's Ten Commandments. Uh, One, my hands are small. Please don't expect perfection. Whenever I make a bed, draw a picture or throw a ball. My legs are short. Please slow down so that I can keep up with you. Number two, my eyes have not seen the world as yours have. Please let me explore safely. Don't restrict me unnecessarily. Mm. Three, housework will always be there. I'm only here for a short, for such a short time. Please take time to explain things to me about Amen. this wonderful world <laughs> and do so willingly. Four, my feelings are tender. Please be sensitive to my needs. Don't nag me all day long. You wouldn't want to be <laughs> nagged for your inquisitiveness, <laughs> would you? Treat me like you would like to be treated. Five, I'm a special gift from God. Please treasure me as God intended you to do. 
holding me accountable for my own actions, giving me guidance to live by, and disciplining me in a loving manner. Six, I need your encouragement, but not your praise to grow. Please go, e please go easy on the criticism. Remember, you can criticize the things I do without criticizing me. Mm. Seven, please give me the freedom to make decisions concerning myself. Permit me to fail so that I can learn from my mistakes. Then someday I'll be prepared to make the kind of decisions life requires of me. Mm. Eight, mm -hmm. please don't do things over for me. Mm. <laughs> Somehow that makes me feel... Can you cut James' mic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Somehow that makes me feel that my efforts don't quite measure up to your expectations. Mm. I know it's hard, but please don't try to compare me with my brother or sister. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Apparently we can't cut James' mind. <laughs> Nine. Please don't be afraid to leave for a weekend together. Kids need vacations from parents, just as parents need vacations from kids. Okay, now There's we can all say amen. Yes. There's amen. the perspective that Jenny was looking for. Besides, it's a great way to show us kids that your marriage is very special. Mm -hmm. Yes. Please take me to Sunday school and church regularly, setting a good example for me to follow. I enjoy learning more about God. Mm. And mm -hmm. that's just been something that's on my wall at the office and mm. something that I obviously keep with me yeah. to sort of read every once in a while because um, I, don't, I, didn't walk, I didn't wake up feeling this way. Mm -hmm. You know, I have, to, I have to be reminded on a regular basis. It's sort mm -hmm. of like taking a shower. I need to... <laughs> I need to get re-reminded regularly about how to do things. Mm -hmm. yeah, these and so kids, it's something I keep with me. These kids don't come with manuals and instruction books. Well, I think that's that's just a really good perspective about mm -hmm. it. Because as he's I reading agree. that and saying, you know, i got to re-remind yeah. re myself. Yeah. You know, how many times do we read through the Word and we see Paul is in prison? Paul is in prison. Paul's been beaten. Paul's been stoned. stoned. You know, yep. They go after Paul and he never loses the perspective of what mm -hmm. he's trying to do. He's mm -hmm. trying to parent us. Mm -hmm. He's trying to pastor us. It is that same thing, but why do I lose the perspective? And I do. I get focused on Okay, this is going to reflect me. Mm -hmm. So I, I think we've we've really touched on, sadly, things for us to do. Yeah, and really change. You know, mm -hmm. so maybe the trick is you can get a new kid by Friday if you change the parent. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, really, maybe that's what it is. Maybe mm -hmm. we're we're looking at it from the wrong lens. Mm -hmm. Our kids are not a reflection of us. But our faith and our walk with our kids could be a reflection of how we're doing with ourselves and with right. God. Right. So mm -hmm. if we can be honest and open up with, you know, a community of strong believers. Yeah. Then we may be able to model to them the mm -hmm. things we're hoping to dream for them. Right. Well, and it goes back to the very beginning of our last conversation that we talked about the verse, train up a child in the way that they should go so that they will not depart from it. And part of our ultimate... So possibly we want to hold on to our kids, but ultimately we're training them up to let them go. And that's hard. And that's hard to be able to do that. Y'all say that, but I'm looking at a 13 and 11 year old and I'm, I'm praying. It'll be here just get them to know Bama, it. baby. They are so cute. If I can just get them to Bama, I'm good. I say that. You know, she does that. I, I say that because honestly, I trust that when they... Yeah, they have the spiritual maturity yeah. to go along with some character mm -hmm. when they when they get to an environment where they can thrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I do. I sometimes wonder if I am that shadow over them, mm -hmm. 
And you don't mean to be, but gosh, when he got to number seven and number eight, I was done. I was done with those Ten Commandments. <laughs> seven, eight, and nine are not my favorites. Seeing <laughs> them own their faith and live out their faith. It's so it's good. So rewarding. It's good, fantastic. isn't it? It's so it's good. Great. It is. And it I just I can't wait for that. Like I, I, I know. see it. My mm-hmm. oldest one, you know, is getting to do her first thing mm-hmm. where where she's talking about her faith and, mm-hmm. and, and leading in a little way and I just can't wait. I, I want to see it where she is in an environment that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. yeah. You know, where mm-hmm. nobody knows who Where it's not about is. my faith, but it's about theirs. Right. Absolutely. Where it becomes their own. And when, you know, we, we were very, very fortunate and very, very blessed. And when our two older daughters, you know, got involved and, and, and they they sought out what they needed to seek out mm-hmm. when they were at, in, in, at Alabama and, and the university and... And they invested themselves in yeah. other kids' yeah. lives, mm-hmm. mm. you know. And I'm just going, you know, wow. Yeah. You know, I didn't tell you to go do that. I didn't tell mm-hmm. you, but you figured out that you needed to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, that's pretty good. That's very good. Well, thank you all for taking the time. Thank you thank for you. having with us and just mm-hmm. sharing with us and just being willing to just talk with us about mm-hmm. it and encourage us as parents, mm-hmm. you know, still walking through these years. Yeah, it's just an mm-hmm. ongoing dialogue. It is. Mm-hmm. You've got to find those people in your life that you can just talk it through mm-hmm. and that you don't even have to come up with answers. You just come up with ideas. Yeah. And, right. and help each other to walk through it because yeah. we're all going to fail. Yeah. Right. But Absolutely. just like Katrina said, it's the results are on God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just have to be honest, be obedient, and and, and walk with and give the best we can, mm-hmm. and leave those results to God mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit has the power yeah. right, to transform anything. The only power. But I want to fix everything. <laughs> You're sitting next to one that would love to say, "We'll fix it and control it." Amen. <laughs> Well, if you're listening to us and um, and you're a parent that's struggling, you've heard that and you just want some more information or just you need some help in starting out, um, I do encourage you to go to our Facebook page. You can like our page, but through that, you can comment and leave Heather and I a message and let us know if you're struggling, if you need some help. Mm-hmm. I'm going to encourage you to, Heather works at our church, Double Oak uh, Community Church, and you can find that by Googling Double Oak Community mm-hmm. Church and reach out to her. And it's not necessarily about what our church has, but if you're someplace where you're not sure where to go, Heather is a great resource to be able to help find you some help, whether it's a counselor, whether it's another church to get involved with, whether it's another group, at least to start a conversation of realizing you're not alone out there, but but there is resources available to you um, to help you through these this year's journeys um, through as you parenting and stuff. And also, you know, we've been referring back to the orange. Yeah movement and the orange philosophy you can you can google orange um, yeah and you can get some of their resources the the book that jenny and i have both read that we really love is by reggie joiner and mm-hmm. it is called uh, and i and it's carrie new and horfa something yes yeah, some it's the longest name. name in the world just put reggie joiner and you'll get it but it's called parenting beyond your capacities mm-hmm. and it is really a great start if you're looking you it know, is. if you're a reader like me and you just want to highlight something and then go i did it this is this is your book and their web and their website has got some great blogs and some Mm -hmm. great resources and articles about Mm -hmm. talking to your kids and as parents and encouragement it's just there's some resources and we'll put those Mm -hmm. on our facebook page to direct you to those um those sites and just just to you know help you have conversations and start that and there are orange churches all over the country oh they're all over the place just because you're listening in florida or you're in oregon doesn't mean you can't find an orange church you can go to their website and and there will be 
um, a list of orange churches and yeah. people that you can find anywhere that have that same mentality of, I want to, I want to partner. Yeah. So, um, I, I hope that this has been good for y'all. I, I know. hope that you've been able to at least relate to the fact that this is a marathon. This is not, it's not happen. a sprint. This is not going to happen in a day. No. You're not going to undo anything in a day. You're not going to be able to create in a day, but remember it's about abiding and intimacy mm-hmm. and getting to know the child that God's given you yeah. and um, letting go of some of those parental expectations. Hint, hint, and, hint. Um, <laughs> I said it, didn't I? I know you did. <laughs> but I've been really encouraged and really yeah. gotten some great insights into kind of the patterns that I'm seeing with my kids and, mm-hmm. and maybe some of the things that I'd like to change. So I hope, you know, you had a couple of those moments. I hope you had some paradigm shifts in these conversations and, you know, you can always rewind. There's that little button on your iPad that says rewind. 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, so go back and listen to some of the things that Katrina and James say, because I think there's some, some deep nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. But you may have missed it the first time. So go back, go back and go, what was that thing said? You got it. Skip number seven, eight, nine. so until then we'll continue our conversations on down the road and until again we look forward to having you join and eavesdrop with us bye-bye bye-bye